Now, those of you who follow me on Instagram will know that this past weekend I had a quick trip down to Lisbon. I went there for a quick event, but while I was there, I couldn't help but notice some differences between Braga and Lisbon. Of course, there's going to be some, but I wanted to devote this episode to talking about some of those differences, especially for some of you who may be considering to move to Portugal. And even if you're looking to just visit, there's some differences that I think are worthwhile taking notice of. So I think it's about time we get started with this. So roll that intro. Hello there, I'm Rafael Di Furi, and welcome back to another episode of Not Your Average Globetrotter. Let's start out with something that's more on the social side. This is just an episode that's based on my opinions, my observations, so of course, it's not going to be everything is set in stone. This is just what I have personally seen. And the first thing is that you will notice, at least I've noticed, a social difference between how people in uh, Lisbon will treat you versus how people in the north might treat you, especially Braga, uh, but also Porto. There's some similarities between Porto and Braga. One thing that I've noticed in conversation with northerners, that they're very direct about their opinions. They're very direct with their thoughts. They're very direct in general. But in some situations that I've had, or many, most situations that I've had in conversation with people from Lisbon and more towards the center, that there's not dancing around topics, but maybe being a bit softer in the way that something is phrased or something is that is said. Very often I do find in Portuguese and sometimes comparison to English that there's a little bit more of a direct tone just to begin with, um, especially coming from the West Coast of the US. People dance around subjects left and right. Another thing that I've noticed, a difference between Braga and Lisbon in the way that people speak is that in the north, and in Braga very much so, that there tends to be a lot of profanity used, a lot of swear words that I notice get used in conversation, whereas in Lisbon and other areas, I don't think I've heard that much, if any, even uh, on my flight coming back from Lisbon to Porto. And also, I'll get into the flight thing in just a second, because I did decide to fly down this time instead of taking the train. Not that big of a difference in cost as you might think. But on the flight back, there was a little bit of a hiccup where we had to wait, I think, for the weather to clear uh, about an extra 20, 30 minutes in the end, probably a little bit more than that, maybe 30 plus, close to 40 minutes. And there was an individual on the flight. I could tell from his accent that he was definitely from the north. But then on top, he ended up using some very, very foul language towards the uh, cabin crew, shouting at them uh, some very foul language, language which could definitely get this video taken off of YouTube. So I will refrain from the usage of such words. He was only a couple of rows ahead of me, but I did hear the cabin crew say very politely, very commonly, sir, there's no need for usage of such language. And I could tell from their accents, that they were probably from Lisbon or somewhere nearby. And also I've heard in other situations with friends of mine who are from Lisbon about their uh, their shock at some of the, the usage of words that come from the north of the country, Braga in particular, and how they just wouldn't even dare to imagine speaking in such a way. So that's also just, again, when I'm talking about speaking directly about things, I'm also talking not just about topics, but also some of the words that get used and also the way, the tone of the language also changes a bit. The accent also definitely changes. Socialization and conversation is something that I have seen some pretty decent differences between these two places, even though at the end of the day, 
they're all Portuguese, so you will see the commonalities between them. Something that really stuck out to me, though, on this last trip was the difference in size of these cities. In some of the distances that I had to travel just in Lisbon alone, I feel like I probably would have ended up easily in Guimarães, a city about 20 minutes away. There were a couple of rides where it was like 15, 20 minutes to get from one location to the other, uh, and not just with traffic. But if you are going to Lisbon, of course, keep in mind the center. Oof, trying to get around the center in the in a car is not an easy task. I don't think I would be able to recommend taking a trip by car into the center. I would park elsewhere and maybe take an Uber or a taxi in. And even then, like considering just the cost of getting around, in Braga, I don't think I've paid for a ride during peak hours, the maximum length that I would probably take for a ride that's still considered within Braga, more than maybe seven euros maximum. If I were maybe a bit out of the town, maybe closer to 10. But then that would still be like peak hours on like a Saturday evening. But during regular time, just in the middle of the afternoon, to get from my hotel to the center was probably about a good 15 plus minutes. And that we weren't even going to the center properly. We went to another area of the city. But when I was in Lisbon to get from one place to the other, and this was also true on my last trip, during normal times, I don't think I was spending less than 10 euros on a trip. And again, during normal hours, and of course in Braga, if I have to travel 15 minutes, that would be far. Very often, <laughs> to get around town, it'd probably be less than, say, seven, maybe five to seven for most places that I might want to go to in the city. And that's even if I want to cross from one side of the city to the other, and of course not during rush hour. But just on a normal ride there, it was like 15 to 20 minutes to cross from one area to another. But Again, this is big city living versus small town living. Well, small city, I'll put it that way. So this could be said about a lot of different places because we are not comparing apples to apples here. I mean, even just in general when it comes to Braga, some of the nice aspects that I've mentioned in Braga in general in past episodes is that you have a city feel but shrunken down. And in Lisbon, you have a lot more people. The buildings are a bit bigger and things are more spread out, but seemingly more densely populated. But in Braga, you have a lot of the things that might attract you about a city, maybe not as wide of a range of choice, but without some of the, maybe the problems that come along with it. Yes, you can have traffic here. It's not going to be as bad as Lisbon, though. You can have crime here, but it's not going to be to the extent that it would be in Lisbon. But of course, in general, we're talking about one of the safest countries on earth. So the crime that we're talking about is going to be minimal just in general. But of course, like any city, like you do want to keep an eye open. You do want to be aware of your surroundings. But I'll say having lived in Braga, I felt myself able to relax a bit more. There are things that maybe I've seen people do here in Braga that I wouldn't necessarily advise in Lisbon, like for example, leaving a cell phone at a table at a cafe, um, or even there's some cafes here where students go and they they do some some studies, or even people who are just working from their laptops. Uh, have I've seen them at a few cafes in town just leave their laptop there for a little bit and then come back to it. That's something I would never want to do in Lisbon. I wouldn't do it in here in Braga personally also, but I've seen a lot of people do it here, but I don't think it would be the best idea to do in Lisbon. So even getting back to this idea about getting around like Lisbon or Braga, it's nice to be in Braga for the simple fact that 
if you feel like walking, you can walk to most places, and it wouldn't be that long of a walk. Whereas in Lisbon, for some of those like 15-20 minute rides that I had, I wouldn't imagine wanting to do that walk if I'm trying to get someplace. Whereas when I came back here to Braga, I didn't feel like being on public transportation, private transport. I didn't feel like being on transportation anymore. I wanted some fresh air. I was tired of recycled air. I needed real air to fill my lungs. So I decided when I got back to Braga, well, you know, I'm just going to walk home. And that's the thing is in Braga, you realistically are able to do that. If you have a little bit of extra time, you can walk from one side of the city to the other. I mean, I know people who don't have extra time and they just do that anyway. They enjoy those walks to go around the city or to even go across the city. So in Lisbon, yes, you can walk to a lot of the areas. Like, for example, if you're in the center, getting from one place to another by foot, sometimes faster than trying to get there another way but of course it's a big enough of a city that you do have a really great metro system and i actually did end up using it one on one trip while i was there just to kind of fill in the gap for one little spot but that's the thing is in general getting around in these places can be very easy for both cities but for being able to get around just by foot Braga, much more doable in my book. But then, of course, another aspect to consider, if you are somebody who is thinking about living in Portugal, the cost of living, specifically apartments. In general, in Lisbon, the apartments tend to be quite expensive. I was speaking again recently with a local real estate agent that I know, and they seem to be under the impression that the prices are now starting to kind of catch a, a little bit of an equilibrium, that they've somewhat plateaued. I'm curious if this plateau will hold or if it will fall or if it will go up. There's a lot of different possibilities at this point in time. I mean, if things keep going the way they're going with, say, the global situation, who knows, maybe prices could go down. But that, of course, would be a negative thing just in general to see. But of course, at the same time, we don't want to see those prices raised. But even at the same time, I could say seeing the prices go down would be a good thing hopefully not connected to any global situations because the cost of living can be so inflated here in Portugal. Well, cost of apartments, cost of other aspects of life, I would say those are pretty okay other than cell phone bills. Those can be a bit pricey here for not that much that you get at the end of the month in comparison to other places. Even recently, I heard a comparison about cell phone prices in Spain being much less expensive than you would find here in Portugal. And then also having lived in Italy personally before moving to Portugal, Yes, the cost of a cell phone per month, so much less. But the prices that you could end up seeing in both Braga and Lisbon would probably be amongst the, the higher costs that you would find in the country. Of course, Porto, Cascais, um, Portimao, Lagos, uh, Vilamura, like all of these places. I, I know I often will mention these same places, but we're talking about a small country. There's not a huge selection of cities here. There are cities. There are more cities than what I normally talk about. But we're not talking about a huge country here. But there have been also moments where I've seen apartments here in Braga seem exceptionally expensive for what you're getting, especially even uh, some rooms like in a shared apartment for like student accommodations. Uh, I, I remember seeing some prices last year that were around, say, like four to six hundred for one room. There was others that I did see for significantly less than that. But... 
again, these prices that we're seeing now, there's a lot of demand. There's a lot more than there's been over the, the past decade even. So this is one thing that I would say also for many people and also many people that I've met that end up here in Braga do complain about the costs that are associated with apartments in Lisbon. And that's one of the reasons why they ended up in Braga, because the prices were more reasonable. But even I've seen some YouTube videos of people saying that Braga is one of the cheapest places to live in the country. And I would definitely disagree with that. I mean, even in fact, I would say when I was walking around the streets of Lisbon and looking just quickly at costs of restaurants, prices that you see just in the window, and not even in touristy areas, I would say that there was some of those that I had seen that were maybe even less expensive than what I would normally think to see here in Braga. Of course, in Braga, you can have some very cheap meals that you can find, especially if you go closer to the university. You can get a full plate with rice, meat, like beef, uh, fries, beans, and salad like five euros. Of course, that's like an exceptional price. But I would say the quality was actually, I tried it one time. Very good. But it's not a part of town that most people would normally find themselves in unless they're somehow affiliated with the university, that maybe they're living close by or they're studying there or they're working there, whatever it may be. For a lot of the people who may be considering to move to Portugal, they wouldn't necessarily find themselves in that area to begin with. Eh, fine to check out. But there are other parts of town that I would say that maybe are more attractive to the general person who might be moving to Portugal anyway, if they're not moving here for the university. But even though the university is outside of the center, it is still quite easy to get over to the center. We're still talking about what, maybe half an hour, 40 minute walk? Just maybe, um, the numbers could be a little bit off, but just off the top of my head, thinking about having walked in that direction from the center before, it's not that bad, especially if you're on a tight budget, it's doable. One of the nice things about being in Lisbon, though, is that you have very, very easy access to get to the airport there that you just can take a metro to or you can just take an Uber to. It's not going to be super, super long, but it's not going to be quite necessarily the closest thing unless you're staying around Parque de Nações, uh, Orient Station, or if you're in the neighborhood that's just kind of in between that area and the, um, the airport. If you're in the center, it's still not going to be that difficult to get to the airport, though. In Braga, you're a little bit further away. You're, say, on, like, if you take, there's a company called GetBus. Of course, this is not sponsored. This is not, uh, I have no affiliation with them, just happening to mention that that's a company that runs between Braga and the airport, you can be there in what, like 40-ish minutes or so. And especially if there's no traffic, it's very, very easy. You hop on, hop off. Round trip is 16 euros. If you buy just a one way, then it's nine euros each way. It's a pleasant enough of a ride. You can buy the ticket online or on the bus uh, and it's easy. So that's one thing that you'll maybe want to take into consideration. There's actually no train that goes directly from Braga to the airport. In Porto, you do have the metro that can take you there, but that's the one thing that I would say, I almost wish that there were a train that could take me directly to the airport, but I don't know if it actually would be that much faster than the bus might be, especially if there are stops uh, in between Braga and the airport. But I did mention that I wanted to briefly talk about that I took a plane down. And so that is something that is possible. You can take from Braga the train directly to Lisbon. You can get all the way to the center or you can take a plane from Porto to Lisboa. And I decided to opt in for that this time around. The reason why was because I felt like trying something different and seeing if I had a more pleasant experience by plane because 
overall, the price wasn't that much more. And when we're talking about the overall travel time, it's very, very close. Okay, you have to get to the airport a little bit earlier, but I am happy to not be stuck in the same seat on the same room on a train for three and a half hours. Whereas when I was at the Porto airport, I just happened to see that there was actually some live music playing. There's a Burger King right in front of me. I was like, well, you know, I could go for a burger for breakfast with live music. Probably the only place on earth where you're ever going to have live music, live jazz music playing at a Burger King. And it just so happened that the gate for my flight was also right next to those musicians. It was just a very pleasant overall experience. And it's nice to be able to take a stroll through, look at the shops and look at what's there, even if you're going to not buy anything. Although I will say at the Lisbon airport, some of the best, they have a, what's it called? Sunglasses Hut, I think is the name of the store. They have got the best cloths for <laughs> cleaning um, cleaning uh, glasses. I bought this one in uh, Lisbon when I first moved here because I had a connecting flight through Lisbon. And I will say I was so disappointed that I didn't buy another one that when I came back on this trip, I had to make sure that I stopped at the store to buy a few more just to make sure that I would have because I use them for my glasses, for lenses, for this, for that, and the other. But really, <laughs> also the shopping in Lisbon, I would say is very nice. But the one thing about the Lisbon airport at their current airport, it seems like they really are past the capacity that they really have the ability to properly serve. At least that's been my experience in the few times that I've flown through there. But Porto was actually much more laid back, a little bit more chilled. Granted, there were different times of day when I were there at each one, but I would say I prefer the Porto airport over the Lisbon airport. At each of the times that I've been to the Lisbon airport from now or way in the past, the food court has been super bogged down and super just filled to the max. A lot of options, though, for food, and some of them actually, like, pretty surprisingly good uh, in comparison to what you might normally find at an airport. But of course, you do have your regular fast food that you can find there. And the same goes for the Porto airport. Even actually in Porto, of course, because it's Porto, they have to have Francesinha in the airport itself. There's a, a big sign that says Francesinha. I would say overall, I actually, if I had to be flying around Europe, I might prefer to be better connected to Porto than to Lisbon. So as somebody who's living here, I can say that I'm glad that I do have that access through the Porto airport. But of course, there are more flights in general that are connected to the Lisbon airport. So you will find if you are trying to fly into or out of Porto that you might have some um, limitations on the direct flights that you'll be able to find or how often those flights may go. But when we're talking about flying from Lisbon to Porto, Porto-Lisbon round trip, I was able to find tickets that were about, I think, 70-ish euros round trip. Definitely worth it. I can't remember exactly the price of the train ticket, but of course, it depends on your travel style and what you like to do. I think in the future, if I were to go back from Braga to Lisbon, I might be more inclined to take the plane because also, you can, like I said, you can just chill at the airport, enjoy the time. But the actual amount of time in transit is like nothing. They say on the website of the TAP Airlines that you have, what is it, 50 minutes or an hour, depending on the flight. But realistically, 
the flight was maybe one direction just shy of 40 minutes and then the way back maybe 35 ish as soon as you come up in the airplane they start like you don't even have a point where they just level off you immediately as soon as the nose comes down that means you are coming in for your approach ladies and gentlemen we are coming into our approach into lisbon <laughs> so you know even like when you kind of hit that plateau on the flight that you what is the apex or whatever it is of your flight that you're just leveled off usually they turn off the uh the the fasten seatbelt sign for a little while 10 minutes 20 minutes an hour a few hours this flight is so quick that they turn it off and then back on immediately because you're maybe hanging flat for like 10 seconds so it's really actually, I would say, very pleasant, especially if it's not windy. I had a little bit of turbulence coming into and out of Lisbon. It definitely was nice to have that shorter time actually in transit. I personally prefer that, especially if the prices in the end are somewhat closer. Also, if you're somebody who gets motion sickness, less of a chance theoretically, as long as the weather is okay, of getting that motion sickness on the plane than the train just because of how short you're there. But anyway, I've been going on long enough. So thank you all so much for joining for another episode of Not Your Average Globetrotter, but especially a huge thank you to those of you who helped to make these episodes possible through Patreon, the one-time donations, like here on YouTube through the thanks button or rafaeldifuria.com slash support. Thank you all who are subscribed and who like these episodes and share them with your friends truly thank you all for helping this project to be able to continue on in the various ways that you guys take part in this and of course if you have any tips or if you have any ideas or if you have any points that you've noticed between Braga and Lisbon or the north of Portugal and the center of Portugal I'd love to hear them down in the comment section below here on YouTube of course as always I'm Rafael de Furia stay safe and healthy and I will see you all next time for another episode of not your average globetrotter later <laughs>